What's up, guys? Happy Selection Sunday. It's the Sunday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. We are here on bettingpros.com on every single podcast platform and now on YouTube as well with video of this podcast every single morning, always being brought to you by BetMGM. Okay, we're off and running here with a really good start to tournament basketball. Five and one on Friday, five and oh yesterday. That is 10 of our last 11 plays here on the podcast have cash. Okay, so this is not normal. Okay, this is not typical, but it's a hell of a lot of fun when we're doing this and we're rolling like this. And I love seeing the tickets. I love that you guys are cashing. I love that you guys are, some of you guys are parlaying these picks and I don't like that you do that, but okay. You know, if it cashes once in a while, congratulations, that's cool. You guys get a couple of big hits out of it, but you know, five and oh and five and one is not typical. If you've listened to this podcast, you know that we're more traditionally three and two, four and one, you know, on good days, but we also can go through three and threes and twos and twos a lot. So for the week, we went 20 and 15 up one and a half units or closer to two units, somewhere between 1.5 and two units being up on the week. So another winning week. Great. February winning month. January was bad. We're still climbing out of the hole, but got a good month of February. First week of March, we get a winning week in March, which is tremendous because we didn't get off to a great start. But obviously closing the week on a 10 and one run is just tremendous and just really, really cool. So just to recap quickly where we were. Somehow the Jets and the Maple Leafs went over. That game was 0-0 going into the thir- into the second period, and we got seven goals. Third period goals in the NHL, insane. Just absolutely insane with what we're seeing for goals in the third period. So that hits at minus 106. That was great. Alabama with just a miracle cover against Tennessee. More on Alabama here in a couple of seconds. Georgetown throttles uh, Creighton, bad for a team that only that has got, now is 0-3 in the Big East tournament final, and they've never won more than one game in the dance. That's a horrible performance by Greg McDermott's team. And just I don't know if the emotions the emotions are just a bad matchup or what it was, but credit Georgetown. Congratulations. They're going to the dance that stole a bid. And that's a huge win for Patrick Ewing in the house that he built at MSG. So the plus eight is easy. They won by what 30 against Creighton. Illinois comes through with a win over Iowa. Sorry, Iowa. I told you guys, you're a good team, okay? You're, you're, you're a good basketball team. You're just not elite. You're just not in the top 10. You're just not one of the best teams in college basketball, no matter how much you think that you are. You're not. You're not athletic enough. You're not good enough on defense. Garza's a, a decent player, okay? He's overrated because of where he is as the age that he's playing and the size that he is in college basketball. But... He's a late first round pick, I guess. He's a guy that will sit in the NBA. He'll play 10 years in the NBA, okay? But he'll be the 13th guy on the bench. It's a damn good living. I'm not knocking it, but that's what Luca Garza is, okay? He's a pick that will go like 24, 25 in the draft, and he'll just play, you know, 10, 15 years and bank a lot of money and just be a backup center in the NBA for the rest of his life. So that's just what the guy is. And, you know, that's no disrespect for him. He's, he's a really good player. He's just... I don't think Iowa is very good. Okay, they're going to kill whoever they play in their first game, and I think they win. They, they they win their first game, they lose their second game without even seeing the draw. I'm telling you, that's what Iowa's going to. That's what Iowa's going to do. Okay, <laughs> they're going to win their first game by like 30, and then they're going to lose their second game. We'll see the draw coming up tomorrow or today, but that's what I think is going to happen for Iowa. Uh, so we got those, and then the Carl Anthony Towns over hit. We're now nine and two on NBA props. That's great. I'm telling you right now, if we continue like this, I will think about redoing or upping my bet total from a quarter unit, which I always do on props as a quarter unit. 
if we go like 16 and four after 20 of these, if we're 16 and four, I'll start betting half a unit because we'll have banked enough money for me to, to up it and say, okay, let's try to go half unit and watch me go ice cold when I do that. But I'm, I'm going to stay with a quarter unit for now. I got two prop bets to give you here, one NBA play and a couple of college basketball plays today to give you. But I am, I'm eyeballing this. Okay, nine and two is nine and two. That's a pretty good mark. Let's see what we go for the rest of the next 10. Let's see where we go. But nine and two is nine and two. And that's that's pretty good. So we got Cat or er, 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 late third, early fourth. He got to 24 points uh, to catch that for us. So here's where we are going into Sunday. Okay. So we have John Rom going into the players. It will cover, if he comes in the top 10, it will cover the Webb Simpson loss and the loss for Patrick Cantlay, who did not make the cut in this event. He's in the top 10 right now, plus 200. So if Rom stays there, that's fine. We're flat on the whole weekend for the players, which is fine, better than being down. We've got Illinois going on today up against Ohio State in the Big Ten final. We have Illinois at plus 275. I only bet a quarter unit on this, okay? So I'm not going to hedge. If you bet more than a quarter unit, and maybe you bet a half a unit, I understand if you want to hedge this. If you say, look, I, I have enough invested that at plus 205, it's worth to go take Ohio State and guarantee a profit. I have no problem with you doing that. For me... I'm just going to hope Illinois wins the game and wins the tournament and we cash it plus 275. It's not worth it for me. I'm just going to let it ride. At a quarter unit, let's let it ride. If you have a full unit on it, hedge. I only have a quarter. So I'm letting Illinois plus 275. I'm letting that go. So Illinois plus 275, John Rahm plus 200, both going into Sunday here for bets that will be decided today. So if both those bets cash, that's tremendous. That's a really nice little bounce for us here on a Sunday to start the week off on a good note. So let's get to two college basketball games and then let's get to the three NBA games that I've got going on. Let's start with LSU and Alabama here. Okay, so Alabama is laying six. You're probably going to get a better number than this because the public's going to come in here and bet Alabama. Bama's being projected as a two seed win or lose here today. They're going to be a two seed in the NCAA tournament. LSU is being projected as a seven seed by ESPN's bracketology before this game. My guess is if they win, they might move into the six line if they beat Alabama. So they are playing for something here coming up today. LSU is 18 and eight on the year. Okay. They're 13 and six in the conference. They've won four games in a row and will Wade is a really, really good coach. Alabama's not going to have Primo today because of an injury. He may be back for the tournament, but it's one of the best three point shooters for Alabama who won't be available. LSU has covered the last three games, two of which they've won the game outright as dogs against Missouri plus three and a half. They won by six Ole Miss. They won by uh, they were one point favorite, one by three. And yesterday against Arkansas, catching three and a half. They won by seven. Alabama destroyed Mississippi State in their first game here in the tournament by 37 points as seven and a half point favorites. We were on that. And then we were on Alabama against Tennessee minus four. And they covered by one. They Barely covered with free throws late. We had three closed at four and they won by five. It was some at four and a half. It was a complete and total sweat for people who were on Alabama yesterday. And I didn't like the way Bama played in the first half. I didn't like the way that they played in the second half. I really didn't like the way they played. They rallied and played really well. But I think Alabama is ripe here to lose the game outright. Now, they may come back on LSU. I think you guys may get a better number than I got. I got LSU plus six. I think the public will come in and bet this number up. You may get six and a half. You may get seven. 
But I think LSU is waking up today angrier, hungrier, and simply wanting wanting it more than Alabama. I love Nate Oates. I love the Crimson Tide. But when they get to this point where everyone just assumes they're going to roll, look what happened with Georgetown yesterday. Look at some of these. I mean, it, to me, the conference finals, it really matters who wants it more. That's why I'm afraid of Ohio State and, and Illinois, for that matter. Ohio State wants it more. Illinois has a great coach. I love Brad Underwood, but like I could easily see Ohio State winning the game today or at least covering the six points today against Illinois. That game scares me. This game scares me. If I'm betting Alabama, I'm laying six in Alabama. Uh, uh-uh, I can't do it. I just it's too heavy to me in a game that I think is going to be very, very close, even though Alabama has whipped LSU in both matchups. When they played them in Tuscaloosa, they won by 18 points as eight and a half point favorites when they played at LSU, they won by 30 as one point favorites. They won by 30. I think Will Wade's going to figure out a game plan here to keep this game close. The whole, the, I don't buy the whole stupid adage. Like it's tough to beat a team three teams in a row three, or three games in, in, in one season. Maybe, maybe not. I don't buy that. I think LSU just wants it more. I think LSU is healthier. LSU is hungrier. I think their perimeter defense is going to get out on Alabama. And I think this is a team that's found its way here. I'm going to take the six points here. LSU plus six. Let's fade Bama in the final of the LSU uh, of the SEC championship game. Bama may win, but I think LSU keeps it within six. Take the six points. The other play is I'm kind of going to fade what I just said and kind of forget everything I just said. So Houston is taking on Cincinnati in the championship game. And it is, I mean, (laughs) the number is 13 and a half. It is scary to lay 13 and a half in a championship game because Cincinnati just beat SMU and Wichita State. The Wichita State game was the shocker. That was the oh my goodness. But here's the thing about playing three games in three days. Houston plays defense. I don't hate an under play on this. It's 137. I wouldn't hate playing the under because I don't think anyone's going to score. But if you remember, I bet Cincinnati plus plus 12 and a half about three weeks ago, and Houston won it by 38 points. I think Houston is going to kill Cincinnati today in the championship game, and I don't think they're going to have to worry too much. They got by Memphis. They were seven-point favorites, and they won by two. They beat Tulane by 25 as 18.5-point favorites, and I think the same thing's going to happen here. Cincinnati can't score. All right, they're just not a good basketball team offensively. And I think when you have tired legs, it makes it even more difficult for you. Since he's 12 and 10 on the year, they're 10 and 6 in the conference. And sure, they've won the last three games, but I mean, they they beat Wichita 60 to 59. They're going to have to score way more than 60 points if they're going to beat Houston. I don't think that they can. I mean, Houston in that game scored 90 on them, 90 to 52. That's about the ceiling that I would give. And you want to go team totals. You want to look at, you know, Cincinnati under team totals or Houston over team totals. Those may be good bets to make as well. I just think that Cincinnati's not going to be able to keep pace with Houston. I think their defense rebounding the way they play, they won't hit a ton of threes today. So that's why I think the under is probably a decent bet, but I could see them winning the game like 60 to 40. Okay. I think it's gonna be a really ugly, ugly basketball game, but I'm going to lay the 13 and a half points here with Houston at a half a unit. So LSU plus six, uh, half a unit and Houston minus 13 and a half, both in title games at a half a unit. Okay. So let's go to the NBA here and let's, I'm not going to get too cute with this breakdown. Boston is playing at Houston. Okay. This is a bad, 
bad, bad Rockets team. Anybody that needs to get right should go play against the Rockets because you're going to get right. The Rockets are the worst team in the NBA, and I don't think they've got an answer for really anybody right now. They just cannot stop anyone. And I, I, a part of me feels bad for them. I mean, they're so banged up that, that they may be a bit more healthy coming up today. They may get a couple of players back, but they've been just the, you know, everyone is just killing the Houston Rockets and this game's at home. So uh, we'll see what's happening. Christian Wood's probable. John Wall is out. House is out. Gordon is out. PJ Tucker is out because they're trading him. Exum is out. I mean, it's just, you know, <laughs> they don't have anybody right now. Okay. I got Boston minus 10. I don't think we need to get too cute with this. We're going Celtics minus 10 here to beat up on this really bad team. I mean, Boston 17 and 20 against the number, which is kind of crazy. Houston is 12 and 24. They covered against Utah because the number closed at 19 and they lost by 15. Opened up at 12. Okay, it was steamed all the way up to 19 where it didn't cover. But every other game before that. They haven't covered even 10 and a half points against Brooklyn at home. They lost by 18 Celtics. I think are just going to roll here. Boston is, is covered once in their last four games. This is a perfect situation for them to go to Houston and get a big, big W and blow out the Houston Rockets. I'm going to lay the 10 points. Boston minus 10 at Houston. And I've got one player prop going here in this game. And we're going to go and grab Jason Tatum. Number two on the betting pros prop bet cheat sheet is Jason Tatum. 24 and a half is the number I got. You can get it at FanDuel at minus 108 or other books. Most books have it at minus at 24 and a half for Jason Tatum. And he scored 31 points, five rebounds and three assists in the loss to the Nets on Thursday. The betting pros cheat sheet likes Jalen Brown to go over and Jason Tatum to go over. The total in this game is 224, which isn't too high, but it's still a little inflated. You know, that's basically all off, all off of Boston, expecting Boston to score quite a bit here. So if you look at overall team totals for Boston, it's 117 and a half is what the team total is expected for the Boston Celtics. So who's going to score the majority of the points? Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. So all three are on the betting pros prop bet cheat sheet here, and they're all in the top seven for going over their point totals against the Rockets. Number two is Tatum. Number three is Brown. I'm just going to stay with Tatum. Okay. Just going to stay with Tatum. And I, I, and we, we cashed on it last time. It's 24 and a half. The projection is 27 and a half, three points of value. Let's just stay with Jason Tatum over for a quarter unit at minus one Oh eight. And then the second play at a core at a quarter unit is Serge Ibaka. So Serge Ibaka is number four on the betting pros cheat sheet. Serge Ibaka scored 16 points and had 14 rebounds in uh, the win over the Clippers. Uh, for, sorry, the, the win for the Clippers over the Warriors, 130 to 104 on Thursday. And the total for this game is up there right now for the Clippers taking on the New Orleans Pelicans. So when you start looking at totals at 236 and a half, okay, 236 and a half, Serge Ibaka has been playing pretty well. And there was a story in the, I think it was LA Times I just read, one of the LA papers on Serge Ibaka's, what they've been using, how they've been utilizing him and what they expected of him coming out of the All-Star break and how he's going to be a bigger part of the offense for them going forward because he hasn't had as big of an impact as they want to have him, him to have on their offenses. So. I, and he's averaging 11.2 points per game. 
And he's a guy who can get hot and can really be a big part. He scored zero points in the game before the All-Star break. So he wasn't very happy about that. So he scored 16 points last time out. Before this, for the zero, it was 7, 15, 12, and 13. So the number for Serge Ibaka is 10 and a half. Okay? 10 and a half points. This is against a team in New Orleans that really, they don't play much, much post-defense, as we know, and they don't play defense really at all. Okay? 236 and a half rebounds, free throws, just score 11 points. Serge Ibaka averages 11 points. Just get to your average, and we cash with Serge Ibaka. I like this prop a lot, given the total. As long as he stays out of foul trouble, I think Serge Ibaka goes over pretty easily. 10.5 points at minus 108. At FanDuel, other books also similar odds, similar juice for Serge Ibaka. Over 10.5 points tonight here on the prop bed cheat sheet. Okay, so to recap. Excuse me, to recap all the plays. Rom plus 200, top 10 at the players. Watching that. Illinois plus 275 to win the Big Ten, playing Ohio State in the title game. We're watching that. We got LSU plus six against Alabama. Houston minus 13 and a half against Cincinnati. We got Boston minus 10, minus 110 at a half a unit. Jason Tatum over 24 and a half points. And Serge Ibaka over 10 and a half points for the plays for Sunday. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt 10 and 1 over the last two days. Let's keep the hot streak going. Hopefully, we're back here talking about another good day on a Sunday. My name is Matt Peralt. Every morning, it's the Daily Juice Podcast brought to you by BetMGM right here on bettingpros.com.